Damian Warner, Pan Am Games gold medalist. The Olympics are coming. The World Championships are coming. And Damian Warner is preparing for that right now with Garlation. His coach, reunited, the two of them were. We, we could play, was it Peaches and Herb? Pe- or Peaches and Herb, wasn't it? Because his name was Herb. Reunited. I, don't want, I won't sing. That's, that's as far as I'll go. Uh, but Damian and Gar are traveling right now to a training spot, and we're lucky enough to have caught up with them on London Live to talk World Championships, Pan Am Games, and how a decathlete actually gets ready for a decathlon. Gar, Damien, thanks for being here. You guys aren't driving too far, but Gar, does this mean training for a decathlete can and does actually move to different locations? Yeah, we, we've been coming to, uh, well, going to Bolton, Ontario, for... Uh about 10 months now, 11 months, to, uh, to work on pole vault. Uh, we work with a guy named Doug Wood and, uh, and Zeke. They, they coach uh, Alicia Newman, who is Canada's best pole vaulter. And it, obviously that's a, a fantastic place to go. When you're training for decathlon, how much of it is done in different places? Because you might think, well, you show up at a track and let's see, you got, you got a long jump pit, you got a track to go round and round on, you got some javelins nearby, you got a shot put of discus, uh, you got a pole vault yeah. area. Yeah, you could do it all in one place. How many different places do you wind up going? Well, we, we travel to Bolton for pole vault to see Doug, but we also do some pole vault in, in London with Dave Collins. Um, we, we, like, Damien goes to uh, a specific place to do his strength training. So he does that separately. And then we, we train at Western when we're home. But we spend an enormous amount of time away from home at training camps down in the States. So we spent a, a total of six weeks down in uh, IMG in Florida, which is a big training center that started out with tennis. It's now a whole school, and they do all sports. We trained in, uh, in California Santa Barbara for a month. Uh, we spent a week in at LSU down in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So we have trained a lot of different places this year. Damien, does it feel like you're in different places, or is it kind of like you talk to a baseball player, a football player, a hockey player, a rink is a rink, a field is a field? Is a track a track? I mean, a track's a track in the sense that it'll be 400 meters around, but... Um, some of the scenery at some of these different tracks are a little nicer than the others, but um, at the same time, like it's uh, it's pretty cool to travel the world and train on all the different tracks and see different parts of the world. That's one of my uh, favorite things about doing track and field. What would be one of the most distracting places if you had to compete or even if you had to train because of the scenery? One of the most distracting? Um, I think that... Uh, the competition that we go to every year in Gotis, Austria, uh, is one of the most distracting in the sense that you're down on this little track, but you can see kind of mountains all around you. It's, it's a pretty special, uh, pretty pretty special view, but also a pretty special atmosphere. And and they quite often have on the weekend people um, hang gliding off the mountains around you. So they're going over like you can see them way up above the stadium pretty cool. Come on, that's amazing. Garlation, Damian Warner joining us en route to do some more training in pole vault right now. 
Guard, let's kind of look at this and and take into account that the human body can only do so many things for so long. How do you manage something like rest so that the athlete beside you, Damian Warner, is is not wearing out? Well, it's a very good point because normally the season would already have been over for a month at this point in the year. This is the longest, latest season in the history of the IAAF. This is the latest they've ever held the world championships. Damien will compete on the 2nd and 3rd of October. Usually, this is over in August. So there's some special problems this year. But one of the things that happens, and a lot of people don't really understand this, is that athletes that are really efficient and really highly tuned elite people like Damien, they can go at almost 100% in practice. In other words, they can, they can reach back and get everything. The problem is they can only do it a few times. A normal person will think they're going 100%, but they'll be okay in an hour. When Damien goes 100%, he has to have a lot more rest than somebody who's at a lower level. I know it, it doesn't sound like it makes sense. It's a little counterintuitive. But in fact, the better shape you're in, the harder you can work, the more rest you need. Isn't that wild? Because you always think if you're in better shape, your recovery time is shorter. But I guess this is not just being in better shape. This is this is competing at the best of the best, the elite level internationally. Right. You need the, the most important part of recovery is sleep, without a doubt. All that other stuff, the massage, the ice, all that crap you see on TV, that stuff is way less important than sleeping and eating. Feels a lot better than sleeping, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking with Damian Warner and Garlation as they prepare for the decathlon at the World Championships. And that, again, comes up a whole lot later this year. Damian, you're coming off such a tremendous performance at Pan Ams. How did that decathlon compare to others that you've been through? Um, well, I'd say that that decathlon was one of the colder decathlons that I've done. Um, when I thought about um, going down to Peru, I, Peru, I thought it was going to be like a tropical environment. I packed a whole bunch of shorts and cut off t-shirts <laughs> thinking that I was going to work on my tan, but uh, that wasn't really the case. The sun wasn't out. It was a little bit colder, but at the same time, we went in there, and there was three of the top five decathletes in the world, and we had a, a good competition there. And the results, numbers-wise, groundbreaking, uh, but we had a good competition, and um took a lot of that competition and it really sets us up nicely for world championship in your running events in that decathlon things seem to go very well those early running events how important is it to kind of buy yourself some points early on in the competition or do you even think like that you just take each one as an individual event oh no definitely like gar and i have sat down many times talking about the decathlon and uh, it really helps that my strength naturally has been my speed and um, the 100 meter starts off first, so I get to start off the decathlon more often than not with kind of a bang with one of my strong events, and then go on to long jump, which is also one of my favorite events, and I think if you can get a big enough lead off the start, it really sets you up nicely for the decathlon, and that's definitely something that Gar and I have targeted over the years. The other thing, Mike, is that it also puts pressure on the other athletes. If you're down 250 points or 200 points after the first two events, you start to press a little bit, you know. It's not so it's not so easy when you're when you're looking at a huge deficit right off the hop. 
Garlash and Damian Warner with us. Gar, you have such a unique perspective for Damian's career because you coached him in high school, and now you are back coaching him again. What is that like? It's it's uh, it's actually a lot of fun, to be honest, because most people, like you said, don't get to do this. It's, it's a unique situation. The other thing is that I'm uh, I'm on leave right now from my job to coach Damien full time, and uh, it beats the hell out of teaching grade nine English. <laughs> You're not missing the the curriculum. I, I don't know what books did you read. Julius Caesar <laughs> in grade nine? I can't even remember. Uh, yeah, I could I could do without having to to, to redo Romeo and Juliet again. But that... uh, no, it's it's been really fun for me. Uh, it, it's hard a little bit on my family because of of course all the traveling. But, you know, at 58 years of age, to, to suddenly get a, a shot at a completely different, uh, you know, career, way of life, job, whatever you want to call it, is, uh, is pretty lucky for me. From personal experience, <laughs> that uh, doing this decathlon thing with Gar is a lot funner than sitting in his English class. <laughs> <laughs> and wait a minute, Damien, did you take English with Gar when you were at Montcalm? I did. Do you remember how you did in Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> uh, to be or not to be, whether it's nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows about hey! or to take arms against the trouble. That's, I, I can remember that much. That's from Hamlet, though. <laughs> I, made him, I made him memorize Hamlet. Well, I, I can't wait to know whether or not that's something that you have in your mind. Because I remember you talking about being at the Olympics, Damien, and I don't I think it may have been before the discus, and you had Beyonce's halo stuck in your head. So you never know. Maybe maybe you'll recite some Hamlet, and, and uh, PB comes right after it. I mean, I, I hope not, but you never know. Uh, well, I guess as a, a final thing, can you take us through what, now to leaving for Worlds will be all about in terms of training. What's the key right now? Uh, the key right now is kind of just fine-tuning some events. So uh, we're off to, to Bolton, as Gar said, to do a pole vault practice. Um, and then we'll be back home tomorrow for a practice, um, kind of touch up some things. And then on Friday we fly to Barcelona. Uh, and then we'll have a little training camp there for about five days. Uh, and then we're off to Doha to do our last preparations for the World Championships. Um, so that's kind of in the short term. And then after that, we'll take a little bit of a break uh, and then kind of set our sights on the Olympics, which are coming up fairly quickly. Yeah, another Olympic year next year. You will need the shorts for Doha, right? That That's a guarantee. <laughs> yeah, I think that I won't pack the long sleeves for Doha, but... <laughs> Well, Damien, you continue to do amazing things. Thanks so much for spending some time with us today. Best of luck at World Championships. And Gar, thanks so much for being a part of the conversation today. Hey, thanks, Mike. Good to talk to you. Yeah, have a nice day. Thank you, man. Thank you again. Take care. Damien Warner and his coach, a couple of Londoners, Garlation. To be or not to be, how far can you go in Hamlet's speech? Damien went a long way. That's pretty impressive. Not bad. Uh, the temperature in Doha and Qatar right now, 33 degrees Celsius, and it's night. So uh, the expected high for their Wednesday is 38 degrees Celsius. Uh, tomorrow, 37. Friday, 37. Saturday, 39. This is without the humidity. And that's kind of where the temperature sticks, which is one of the reasons, I think, why the worlds are a little bit later, because it is incredibly warm. So think about that. Those temperatures, and Damian Warner is out five events one day, five events the next day. Welcome to life 
as a decathlete. So the heat will be a big part of the world championships in track and field this year and, of course, a big part of the preparation for the Olympics. Athletes love the Worlds. Athletes love the Olympics. Worlds comes up in October. Damien, I think, starts to... He starts to compete on the 2nd, right? So October 2nd, and then Olympics next summer. 